Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Hey all of you out there, welcome back to another Point Break Minute, brah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. And I'm Eric Deutsch from Flash Gordon Minute. What's up, Eric? Thanks for coming back. Good to be back. Excellent. All right, uh, let's dive right in to another Point Break Minute. So Minute 51 begins with Papa saying, it's very good of you to show up, hotshot. Um, and He's sassy. <laughs> he's so sassy. Um, and then as he's being taped up, he says, ow, you're going to tear my skin, which <laughs> I'm not quite sure how taping would be tearing his skin unless he's like repositioning it maybe they're like is it a wire that he's like wearing <laughs> I'm, yeah, not sure. wire. <laughs> I'm not sure what it adds to the movie having him say that i don't even why they had that line in the dialogue <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> maybe I'm, it was an ad lib I'm or sure something it really sounds like an ad lib to me <laughs> yeah maybe like he would they were like oh let's just get this position just so and gary Busey was just like gonna be sassy yeah, the other guy, Colin, uh, who is, uh, I mentioned in the last minute, has kind of a thankless job here. I don't think he has any lines of dialogue. He just has to hang out next to Jer- Gary Busey's shirtless chest and just kind of fiddle around. <laughs> and that's that's his job for the movie. Yeah. Um, so I hope he was paid well. Um, Busey also has a, a dog leash around his neck. Which at first I thought was a stethoscope. Yeah, not actually wearing it around his neck like a dominatrix thing, but like he has it around <laughs> just like ready to go. That would add such an interesting layer to this movie. Well, it's Gary it. Busey. I mean, I mean maybe, exactly. yeah, maybe he brought it from home. <laughs> yeah. He does have a line earlier in the movie, something about uh, kink or something. Um, so anyways, yeah. that could have been his kink. Um, so... Uh, Keanu says, I'm ready to rock, Angelo. Where do you want me? Straight, uh, Busey says, strictly back up. I don't want to blow your cover. And then, you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Gary Busey is good at these little cover-ups that he, he does. Is. Like, He's a good actor. I know it's a script, but still, he, his little dog thing where he's like, here, Scooby, or whatever he says, he starts searching for his dog and that's his cover-up, is that he's going to go door-to-door and ask people if they've seen his dog. Yeah, he always has a very good backstory for his cover characters. Like, when he goes, like, oh, this guy stole my radio. He's out on the beach and, like, where did you see him? And uh, stuff like that. It's always just, like, a nice little, you know, not anything that you'd think of the first time. So he's he's very good at um, just, like, playing these, these, uh, <laughs> like these beach bum characters for this uh this uh particular case that they're working it is a little bit weird though because he immediately walks away from colin to start this little dog search and he's still buttoning up his shirt and there's like a guy walking it's no like, time to button it you yeah gotta get going well i mean he's you know he's like buttoning it as he's walking and he's like here scooby here scooby so like one can only imagine what people are thinking as they drive by because they show people driving by yeah one one guy in particular uh he passes by in a little bit who has a jamaican flag shirt um and he just kind of asks if he's seen the dog and he says no and i i wouldn't have paid to uh any attention to this guy but it is an interesting choice to make this like he has a jamaican accent clearly and he's wearing a jamaican flag shirt so like what 
I, I don't quite get what the choice was there. I guess it like just looks like that sort of person would live on this kind of like, you know, low rent kind of street. But uh, yeah, yeah, he he doesn't button his shirt right away, and I mean he he is wired, so someone could conceivably see the wire. That seems like something you'd want to be a little more careful about, I guess. And not and, and not only that, but he says he wants uh, Keanu to hang back because he doesn't want to blow his cover. Then why is he even there? He shouldn't right? even be on the raid. Right? He really shouldn't. We've if, discussed this the last If anyone <laughs> paid any bit of attention to what's happening around them in this scene, like anyone paying any bit of attention, meaning if any of the bad guys paid any attention to what's going on around them, they would notice something really weird is happening. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, we we discussed this a little bit the last minute, but yeah, in in real life, Keanu would have been if he was late for the raid, they would have gotten his back up and he would be out for the day. He would just like just go home. You're not doing this anymore. Well, what's curious to me is like you know, like you were saying, Merge. Catherine Bigelow does a good job of establishing these shots where she shows everything in the shot, like. Yes. So could they not have filmed a prep scene with like maybe like some sort of expository narration to explain the plan and that was like adding some tension, showing them getting all suited up and being like, okay, here's the plan, guys. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. I mean, cliche, yes, but maybe a little bit better and a little bit more realistic than this mess of a brunch meetup raid. (laughs) The the brunch raid. Yeah. I like that. Um. I guess I would say that, like, this movie isn't quite realism, and they probably, the decision might have been that, like, well, if we have another scene that's just to set up the fact that they're getting ready for the raid, that's time wasted. Like, we don't need to see that. Um, Like, for realism, we would, but for the story, we don't really need it. So I think that's probably maybe where that decision came from. Yet they still showed Busey getting taped up by a guy. Well, that's just funny. He gets to do a little funny ad lib. You get to see Gary Busey with an open shirt. So, yeah, the open shirt, uh, Gary Busey, open shirt. Um, my, my eyes would have enjoyed never seeing that. Uh, I, 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 it's, I don't know that that was necessary. The presence of, like, chest hair would have only made it worse. Like. <laughs> and also the agent that, that's doing it, um, they, they, they cut away from doing it and they cut back to him. And it, I swear that the guy is laughing. When he says they're gonna, you're gonna rip my skin off, and I don't, I'm wondering if that's in character or was the actor just cracking up? He's just a sadistic, uh, like FBI agent yeah. who enjoys inflicting pain on people. That's like, his little backstory. <laughs> <laughs> like I ripped the tape right off your chest hair. <laughs> that sounded like the beginning of some sort of like Buffalo Bill thing. Like put the lotion on the skin. I ripped the tape off and ripped the tape off the chest hair. <laughs> Um, but the lack of like them showing prep or anything also adds zero tension to this scene too. I, I disagree with that. I mean, really? I guess the tension isn't quite there yet, but it will be soon. I guess I'll say that. I mean, do you think that was a choice? I'm just curious. To not show like the prep back at the or, office. Or no, that like, to me, it, it creates very little tension. So I was it, yeah, wondering whether it was like, a, an air of casual. Was it a choice to have it have be less tension filled? Um, I I, get, I, I yeah, agree that ahead, it's less Eric. tension filled because the lack of the the prep the preparing one on the spot just makes it seem like everyone's blasé about it and it's like ah all right let's do a raid so it, I agree yeah it, it it is it does seem like it's intentionally shot and sort of acted that way they all seem very casual about it and not very concerned um, 
I kind of yeah, it is it is a little bit less tension, but I guess I I feel like we'll get into this in the next minute, but I feel like it makes it a little bit more of a slow burn as opposed to like oh now we're in we're in the action scene now get ready for it it's going to be really intense and everyone's wearing black armor and putting on the helmets it's like we're in you know SWAT or like any other sort of generic action movie whereas this is like it kind of builds it up in a more unexpected way for me but uh, yeah like at this minute in particular you know in this particular minute it's definitely not very tense I would agree with that. Unless this is how they do raids on the West Coast, I mean, I, I, I always like to tell the story. Is I'm I'm in, I'm I'm a New Yorker, and so uh, you know our ways are very different from the West Coast ways. And the, the story I always like to tell of the big differences, I'm a I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, and the first time I went to a game in Seattle, at one point there was a running play, and the announcer, the the the, the PA announcer said, "There's a run for three or four yards." And I was like, well, wait, wait, was it three yards or was it four yards? What do you mean three or four yards? I want to know. Was it three yards or four yards? And I was like, oh, the West Coast with three or four yards. What is this? <laughs> Just take it or leave it, you know. You know close enough. Yeah. Close enough for rock and That's roll. how we do things here. It's like, man. Cl- close enough for grunge, man. Yeah. Yeah, Jessa and I are originally from Seattle. We're, oh, we're okay. In, in, right. in Portland now. But yeah, we, uh, yeah, we grew up that in that area. It's definitely. It's probably even more laid back in Portland. I don't. Maybe. In some ways, I don't know. there's so many California and like other transplants here. I, I don't know, but then there's Amazon over in Seattle. Anyways, you see more suits in Seattle. That's what I usually tell people. But it's still pretty laid back. I guess it depends where you are in Seattle. So <laughs> Gary Busey is looking for his dog Scooby. That uh, I wrote the note. Is Gary Busey then Shaggy? <laughs> um, and then I think you said no. He's Scrappy Doo. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. More I didn't realize until the next minute when he says it again. I swore he was his. I I <laughs> I knew I was wrong because there's no way this could be right. But I swore he was saying, "Have you seen my dog Scummy?" Scummy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I was like, that can't be it. But I, that's all I could hear him saying. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about like a horrible shelter pet. This yeah. is my dog. This is my dog Scummy. He's gonna poop on your lawn no matter what. There's nothing you can do about it. It's Scummy. <laughs> oh god, that voice just sounds like it'd be some sort of like Jersey Shore bodybuilder dog or something <laughs> in a velour tracksuit. God. <laughs> Scummy, get over it. <laughs> well, anything else we want to say about this minute? I, I liked um, the continuation of the uh, Babbitt and Alvarez action duo. They're kind of just running around the house, and I just like how they play off each other. They're like they're in their own little uh, action movie, just running around covering each other. So I like to can maybe write some Babbitt Alvarez fan fiction, put it up on the <laughs> the group. <laughs> It, I'm not going to actually do that. Never mind. Uh, but I appreciate their I appreciate their uh, simpatico here. Yeah, they're they're a cute little duo. Yeah, and I also noticed earlier on Keanu continues to kind of just bounce around. His walk is very kind of silly to me. It looks like he's his pants aren't quite on all the way. It's kind of like having probably a little bit of a waddle. Uh, yeah, he was on the beach all night. Maybe they got like well, if they got waterlogged, then they'd be tighter. Well, maybe he just hasn't zipped him off all the way. Yeah, he hasn't bothered to yet. Uh, any Anything else you want to say before we move on to recommendations? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Well, Eric, why don't you kick us off again? 
Okay, uh, so Mindfuck movie recommendation number two, and it, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned Primer in yesterday's show, and I almost was going to recommend Primer, so I'm glad I didn't, because that would have been then ruined uh, yesterday. So I am going to recommend the movie Coherence, um, which takes place at it. And now, has this been recommended before also? I don't. I think so, I think so. but I think oh. we need a double recommendation. Again, okay, it well, it. It was, yes. it been in, like, <laughs> I did it first... again. It would have been like the first ten episodes, probably, because it, hey, Jessa really likes coherence and time crimes, and uh, her dad actually introduced both of them to us. Ah, because well. he's also the hugest fan. Like, if if a movie's like a mindfuck movie, like no movie can be enough of a mindfuck for him. So yeah. he's also a huge fan of that. Yeah, so okay, I, I you know what? We... Let me let me pivot then off the top of my head since that's already been covered. Let me give a TV episode. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation has an episode called Frame of Mind. Uh, where uh, Commander Riker thinks he's in an insane asylum. And Ooh. by the time of the end of the episode, your brain will be completely Swiss cheese with what happens to him. So I'll, I'll since you've already done Coherence, let me recommend that episode of Star Trek Next Generation instead. Wow, I, I don't think I quite remember that one. I went through, I haven't seen every TNG episode, but I mm-hmm. went through most of them. And I, I don't know if I caught that one, but it would have been a while ago. So maybe I'll, yeah. have, to, I'll have to check that one out again. <laughs> that reminded me, there, there's a funny thing I discovered. Uh, there's an old... Um, computer game that's like a celebrity poker and uh the three celebrities are uh jonathan frakes morgan fairchild and joe piscopo and you can find clips of it online and it's kind of insane so i'm recommending that as well but my real recommendation is uh, a show called unreal uh we're continuing the theme from burning love in the last episode uh, unreal is kind of the the dark cousin of burning love Burning Love, uh, if you you know don't remember from the last episode, is uh, a parody of the Bachelor Bachelorette TV series. Um, it's just sort of like a ta- you know take off on uh, that that kind of show and kind of making fun of how it works. Unreal uh, does that in a dark, dramatic way. Uh, it's kind of like Studio sixty on the Sunset Strip in a way, um, where it's like a make a behind the scenes of a of a TV show, but the TV show is called Everlasting, and it's it's basically The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Uh, you know, one one person is, uh, or there's several, you know, a couple dozen people are vying for the love of one person on a reality show. And I really like, uh, Unreal can get a little bit soap opery at some, at some points, a little over the top, but um, it has some really nice moments. And it really does a good job of like taking the the idea of this, this absurd idea of finding love on a TV show to the extreme and sort of how, how dark it can get. Um, so yeah, I recommend Unreal. Awesome. Um, well, my recommendation is going to be another TV show um, called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes. Um, which is a British TV show um, starring, do you remember their names? Oh, Richard. Uh, uh, Richard Aote. Uh, I don't really know. How to, I think that's how you pronounce his name, but I'm not totally sure. He's, he's seen on a lot of British comedy shows. Uh, Matt Berry as well is, is seen in a lot of those shows. And uh, the other the other guy's name is Matthew... I forget his I forget his name. Anyways, it's it's um kind of a takeoff of Lars von Trier's uh brief television show The Kingdom, um which is a kind of sci-fi hospital show. Um and so it's very 80s/90s feel of a bad low budget hospital show. And at the same time, it also has, like, some making of um, scenes. 
um, like interviews of the actors um, who play the characters scenes in it um, because Matt Berry's in it there's some music number there is a music number um, yeah. no there's a couple music numbers actually um, he doesn't sing all of them though uh, no. various people sing sing music numbers at certain points in the series there's only six episodes uh, so it's easy to get through and I think it's it's available on certain streaming services but yeah it's it's hilarious yeah, Mern and I, for uh, Halloween, uh, some year in the future, will be Matt Berry and Garth Marenghi for Halloween um, yeah. as the, a yeah, lovely the, couple costume. The premise is basically, I don't, I don't know if you just said this, but uh, yeah, Garth Marenghi is a horror author a la Stephen King, and he he starred in his own TV adaptation of his books, I think. Yeah. And then he introduces each episode kind of like Alfred Hitchcock. So there's a lot of different things coming together, and it's, it's he's very pompous, but he also plays his character on the show, and it's 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 great. Yeah, and the 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 tagline is um, Murin. Do you remember it? I don't remember it. it um, anyways, it's I'm Goth Morangi, and welcome to my dark place. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's hilarious. So there you go, Garth Morangi's dark place. All right. Well, thank you once again, Eric, for uh, showing up and uh, surfing with us for a little bit on a Point Break Minute. Uh, you want to come back uh, for one more in a few days? Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right out of a plane without a parachute for the last one. Oh, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Unless it's, unless it's for the love of Patrick Swayze, I guess that's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, check us out. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we'll see you next time on another Point Break Minute, bro. <laughs> Yes.